Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. We have in our midst a man of God. Who is not just a man of God, he's a prophet of God. Hallelujah. Someone who God speaks to minute by minute, second by second. Hallelujah. He hears the Lord speaking to him all the time. I'm sure when he starts talking, you, you will see. And um, he's such a gift and a blessing to the body of Christ. And um, just like the Bible says that Saul went seeking for donkeys. He was looking for donkeys. And he was told that there's a man of God. There's a certain man of God in the city. He said, when you see this man, he said, he will tell you all that is in your heart. Hey! And the Bible says that before Saul went to see Samuel, the Lord has spoken into the ear of Samuel about Saul. Listen, I came to tell you that before you came here, the Lord had already spoken to the servant of God about you. Hallelujah. He is a father to me. Somebody I talk to anytime I need counsel, I need advice. He's always been there. And um, he's, he's, for me, it's, it's a blessing to be related and connected to him. Amen. Because I don't take it for granted at all. Now, he operates in a very strong prophetic anointing. And um, for those of you who know also, he, he's, he's known as the walking Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, when he arrives, no Bible. The Bible is all downloaded inside of him. (laughs) Hallelujah. His ministry has produced many pastors, many great men of God, and also many, many miracles, notable miracles. Uh, have been wrought through his hands as he has ministered to people all over the world. He has been everywhere to China. Recently was in Morocco. I mean, the places that he goes to, these are very wild places. But that's where, and that's the power of the anointing upon his life. He's able to go to places where no one is able to go. He came with some people. I'm sure he will introduce them himself. So I will not do that. But I believe that today is your day. Tomorrow is also going to be another day for you. He passes the Lighthouse Chapel International Morning Star Cathedral at Sakumono. And um, he has written many books. I believe he's going to also introduce the books to us. But this morning I'm excited. I'm very expectant. I believe that God is visiting us today. 
And your life will not be the same again Ladies and gentlemen If you are excited as I am With Jesus joy Let's receive the ministry Of prophets And the bishop Kaka Bede Hallelujah! 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 Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Oh, it's a blessing to be here this morning. It's a blessing and it's a it's a privilege to be here at the Kodesh. As soon as I got here, I called Papa on the phone. I said, I'm in the Kodesh. He said, what are you coming to do here? I said, I'm coming for the turning point service. We thank God so much for his mercy. Why don't you lift up your two hands and thank God for his mercy? The fact that you are standing here alone is enough. It's enough. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his mercy. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We worship you. We give you praise and we honor you, O Lord.
Spirit of God, we thank you so much for today. We pray for your presence. Make my soul like the soul of a winged child. May I not exercise myself in great matters or things that are too high for me. We pray that this service will be carried by the wind of the Spirit. Because the wind blows where it listed. We pray that by the wind of the Spirit, you will blow us where you want to blow us. Let your will carry us like the wind of the Spirit. May we be found at the center of the will of God. I pray for everyone here, Lord. Open our eyes, open our ears. Let us hear, let us see, let us receive. I pray, O oh God, grant us the gift of faith to receive. Grant us the gift of discernment to discern your presence. Spirit of God, I pray for your tangible presence to be here. Confirm your word with signs following. Speak to us. May we never be the same again. I pray for the wind of the Spirit. I pray for the fire of the Spirit. I pray for the water of the Spirit. I pray for the oil of the Spirit. Let all be present here today. Let a door be opened in heaven. Confirm your word with signs following. Let angels join us. Let there be miracles. Let there be signs. Jesus, manifest yourself to us this morning. I curse every spirit of unbelief. Every work of the enemy. Every weapon of the enemy. I destroy it in the name of Jesus. We sprinkle ourselves with the blood. We come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. I sanctify my lips, my hands, my body, my feet with the blood. And today I pray, grant me grace to yield my members to you and make me a vessel of honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared for every good work. Grant us that which we don't deserve. Let your mercy prevail. Spirit of God, you are welcome. Everybody say amen. You may be seated this morning. Hallelujah. Shake somebody say, this is turning point. We thank God so much for the turning point service. And I want to thank Bishop Fabian, who has been leading us for this wonderful opportunity. Ah. To preach here this morning and uh, we are blessed to be here and especially it's a special privilege to be preaching at the Kodesh where our own father Bishop Dagiwad Mills is a church that he built amen and I must say that we are we are blessed to be in this wonderful family called Lighthouse Chapel International I thank God that I am a part of this and I am grateful to the Lord for this connection. Amen. Connection. In life, if you are going to be fruitful, one of the things is that it's going to depend on your connection. If you are connected to the wrong people, you won't bring forth any fruit. It's like a man connected to a man. There is no hope for a baby. It's a wrong connection. 
That's why Jesus said in John 15, 16, you have not chosen me. I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. He said, the fruit you are bearing is because of the connection. And he said, and your fruit will remain. So we are blessed to be here and to be connected to this great family, great anointing. We thank God so much for the ministry of Bishop Dahiwad Mills, my spiritual father as well. And uh, for allowing us to minister with him. And uh, I want to say that Prophet Fabian is a very anointed man of God. Yes. It's in the morning on Thursday. And look at the number of people who have come for turning point service. It's only the grace of God. If the grace of God is not available, you can't do it. In life, there are many things that you cannot do except the grace of God is upon you. A man by himself can do very little. God will have to do a lot for you. May you receive something free. Free healing. Free beloved. Free miracle. Free anointing. It's all His grace. His grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to thank you and praise you too. His grace and mercy brought me through. I believe in the grace of God. It's real. It's powerful. Bishop Fabian, God bless you for the turning point service. We thank God for the prophet. Fabian for the great works that are going on here and I've been reading the testimonies and everything that's going on here and we thank God for giving us such an anointed man of God and I want to encourage you to keep on coming for the turning point service Naaman watched seven times before his leprosy went so the word of God we have to keep on dipping you dipping you, dipping you, dipping you before your leprosy will leave. Imagine he had gone only once. The leprosy will be there. So some of you, your marital problem, you have dipped only once into the turning point service. At first, your husband used to slap you. He has stopped, but he talks by heart. You need another dipping. That water is the word of God. Wow. 
Ephesians 5.26 says, The washing of water by the word. Amen. It is the word of God. So I want to encourage you, keep on dipping. Tell your neighbor, keep on dipping. Because some of you, you dip once and then you run away. Then after some months, you appear again. Imagine dip, the man just dip once. Then he went away. He came the following year to come and dip again. Even the death on his body would not have left. Because he would have been doing the wrong thing. Before I preach, uh, today I've got some two Chinese pastor friends who have come all the way to visit me. It's an expensive visit. They have bought a plane ticket. They have flown for 40 hours. They said it took them 40 hours to get here. And they came to say hello. May somebody fly from China and come and propose to you. May somebody fly from Europe and come and marry you. Because sometimes, even the person in the next house is not visiting you. So my friends are here. Pastor Daniel, please stand up, let them see you. This is Pastor Daniel Young. Please put your hands together for Pastor Daniel. And Pastor May. God bless you. This year, I've been to their church already in China to preach to them. Amen. God bless you for coming. God bless you for coming. We are, we are excited to have you. Amen. And I came with two of our pastors, Pastor Amponsamba, my right hand man, and, uh, he's also here. Reverend let them see you. And Pastor Dr. Ben, one of those our pastors in our church, powerful man of God, is also here. God bless you. Before I preach, I want to introduce some books to you. This one is a book I wrote, small book. It's called Energy Drink. Strengths for today, solutions for tomorrow. It's a small book. Make sure you get one. It's got little, little teachings about different things about life. And the energy drink book is powerful. This is another one, energy drink book. Very powerful. This one, the calories is gentleness. This one, the calories is love. Energy drink. So make sure you get your copy. When we close, it will bless you. And I came with a book I wrote, Root of Engagement. Very powerful book. It talks about prayer. You know, as for prayer, it all depends on relationship. Whether God will hear you or not depends on your relationship with him. Because relationship is higher than effort. That is why you can have a musician who is part of government. He can get a road contract. And a civil engineer with first class will be unemployed. The reason is that Relationship is higher than effort. So, the same with God. If you want to have a very powerful prayer life, it's not how hard you shout. 
or how low you whisper is based on your relationship with God. Luke 321, the Bible says, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass, Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heavens were opened. 22 says, and the Holy Ghost descended in the bodily shape like a dove upon him. And there came a voice from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. Up to this time, Jesus has not put in any effort. He hasn't preached. He has no converts. He has no disciples. He hasn't healed anybody before. But God says, this is my beloved. The one who has not done anything. Why? There is a different... When the people were praying, the heavens didn't open. When we go for all night, it's not by quantity. 10,000 beggars can be crying to me for 1,000 cities. But the voice of my daughter outweighs the voice of 10,000 beggars. Because it's a relationship. All those people who prayed, nothing happened. And you know how, how God called them? He called them people. And he called Jesus, my son. There is a difference between a son and the people. These two words define the level of the relationship. Sons and the people. When the people prayed, nothing happened. But when the son prayed, something happened. So this book, Rules of Engagement, will bless you. But today, I want to preach on my latest book. It's called Revealed. Unmasking Familiar Spirits. But before I do, I want to read to you a few testimonies I received a few weeks back. I receive testimonies on a daily basis. On the average. Every day. There is a miracle. There is no day in my life on the average that I don't hear a miracle that God has done. So it has convinced me that the gift of miracles must be one of my gifts. It must be. Because it, it occurs too often. So dear prophet, I thank God for your life and family. I ask you to pray for me concerning marriage because nobody had proposed to me. After your prayer, I now have two men proposing to me. I am currently so confused. I need the leading of the spirit because they are both good men. Never did I imagine that such a thing can happen to me. After this service, if nobody has proposed to you, I pray God will send five men to propose to you. May they come from all over the world. So that you have a wide selection. A Mexican, a Chinese, somebody from Mamobi, somebody from Afghanistan, and somebody from India. It's called international cuisine. Wow. It's called positive confusion. 
This one says, 30 years of no menstrual cycle is now a thing of the past. So dear prophet, for 13 years, I had never been able to menstruate. For 13 good years. You prayed for me. And as I write to you now, I am in my menses. I thank God for using you to heal me. Put your hands together for Jesus. 13 years. Let me say something to you this afternoon. Now sometimes you can stay with a problem so long, it becomes your friend. You believe that it has been there for so long that it cannot go. But it doesn't matter how long a problem has been there. You must never accept it as part of your life. You must pray. If it will not let you sleep, you must not let it sleep. You must harass it till finally it disappears. Jesus healed a man who had been at the pool of Bethsaida for 38 years. A certain man was there which had infirmity 38 years, John 5, 5 says. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been a long time in that case, he asked him a question. Will thou be made whole? The man said, Sir. Only two people called Jesus Sir in the Bible. This was one of them. His faith was zero. He even doesn't call him pastor. He says, Sir. He said, I have no man. The disease was older than Jesus himself. Jesus was 30. The sickness was 38. All this time, this disease was waiting for Jesus to be born. So some of you, the man of God that will heal your disease, he's now growing. He's in JSS 1. <laughs> hey! But you know what? The man didn't give up. For 38 years, he had always been going for the same convention. That is why it doesn't matter how many years, you must still be coming for the same turning point. Because you never know when Jesus show up. Look at someone say, you never know. So please, I want to encourage you, don't give up. Tell your neighbor, I refuse to give up. You are only 38 years old and you have given up. Listen, you are only 38 years. Abraham was 75. You have hope. I read the last one. This one says, Dear prophet, what a mighty God we serve. I was experiencing some problems with my kidney. Scans revealed that I had fluid in my kidney. You prayed for me. And asked me to receive the prayer in faith. After your prayer, I went for another scan. And lo and behold, every liquid had vanished from my kidney. Put your hands together for Jesus. You have a kidney problem this morning. I command it to disappear now. 
It is my prayer that God will continue to bless you and use you. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? We thank God. So this shows you that God is a healer and he's a miracle worker. So you are here today. I want you to know that Jesus is here. And uh, he's alive. The Holy Ghost is the ghost of Jesus. The Holy Ghost is the ghost of Jesus. In First Peter 1.11, the Bible calls him the Spirit of Christ. The Spirit of Christ. And when he had cried with a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost. That was when Jesus died. The ghost of the spirit came out of him. The veil of the temple was rent in two from top to bottom. The earth did quake. The rocks were rent. And the bodies of the saints which slept arose. When that ghost came out, the first place he went was the cemetery. He went to he went to raise the dead. So the Holy Ghost is the ghost of Jesus. Because a ghost is a spirit without a body. That's why he's called the Holy Ghost. So this morning, Jesus is here. Push your neighbor and say, Jesus is here. So I want you to believe that that same Jesus who, to, who used to walk in Nazareth and in Galilee is here this morning. But this time, as a ghost or a spirit. That's the only difference. And once you can grasp that, you are ready to receive. Because Bartimaeus, who was blind, saw him. How? By his spirit. And he started crying out. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Mark 10, 49 says, and Jesus stood still. He couldn't see but he believed that he was there. How? Because he heard. Mark 10, 47 says, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. So you can see him, but you have heard that he's here. I have told you that he's here. That is why you must believe that Every trouble you came with, every problem you came with, every disease you came with, anything that you came with, God takes it away even as I preach. So even as I'm preaching, the power of God is being manifested. Is that okay? I said I want to preach on this book that I, I, I just released. It's called Reveal. Very powerful book. Unmasking familiar spirits. I'm just going to preach a very short section of the book. 
but it will be a blessing. Amen. I'll tell you why I wrote this book. One day, I was praying. It was around dawn, maybe around 4 a.m. And as I was praying in my room, suddenly, I saw two angels and three white horses outside my room. Up to now, I can't tell whether I saw them with my spirit or I saw them with my body, but I saw them. There was a sea. Paul said, I knew a, a man in Christ. He said, that man, whether in the flesh or out of the flesh, I cannot tell, but he saw. So, I saw them. You know, but I was walking up and down and I saw them. Then, one of the angels did his hands like that, like I should come. So I started walking. But the interesting thing is, I didn't go through the door. I walked through the wall. And I was outside. Wow. We shall indeed be partakers of the powers of the world to come. When you see Superman, you see Batman. They are all pictures of what we will be when we get to heaven. Push on and say, Superman, how are you? Batman, how are you? Those superheroes. Because we are going to possess some supernatural bodies. So, I just sort of walked through the wall. Then I saw these three white horses. Revelation chapter 19 verse 11, John said, Behold, I saw the heavens open. And behold, he said, a white horse. He that sat on him was called faithful and true. John saw a white horse. I have seen one. May you be the next person to see a white horse. So this horse... The third one that had no rider, not knowing it was my horse. So I sat on this horse. Then these horses took off and they started galloping. But they could gallop very fast. The interesting thing was they could ride over the sea. And very fast. And they could move faster than an aeroplane. After a very long ride, we arrived in the forest thick forest. Then we got down. When we got down, the ground opened. It was like there was a door underground and the ground opened. So there are doors in the ground. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 9 says, hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet you at your coming. So there are doors underground and there are doors also in heaven. So, when the ground opened, we went down. We arrived in a kind of circular room. In this room were pieces of wood, little, little pieces of wood, heaped in a pile. And the angel said, pick some. 
and I picked only three. When I picked the three, I saw names. The first two names, I couldn't tell. The third name was the name of somebody I knew. So they asked me, do you know where this is? I said, no. They said to me, this is a place where familiar spirits come from. I said, wow. I said, so later on the Spirit of God said to me, the church of God has been overrun by familiar spirits. Then I said, really? Overrun? He said, yes, overrun. And he said to me, one of the evil spirits that has taken hold of the body of Christ in the church of God is familiar spirits. So I said, so how come we don't know? And they said to me, because there is very little light and preaching in that area. And wherever there is no light, the darkness thrives. Because when the light shines in darkness, that is when the darkness cannot comprehend it. So this angel said to me, the Lord will have you to preach about familiar spirits and write about familiar spirits because it is something that plagues the body of Christ. Then I said, wow. I want to read a scripture from Self Samuel chapter 28 verse 5, which is my key scripture for this morning. It describes a war that Saul was going to have with the Philistines. Verse 5. And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart greatly trembled. Fear is an emotion. Trembling is the physical expression of that emotion. And when Saul inquired or asked of the Lord, the Lord answered him not. Neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. So he prayed. He said, God, please answer me. Like sometimes you need healing. You pray, God, please answer me. But it's getting worse. You can pray, God, give me a job. But you're becoming more broke. You can say, God, I want to marry by the age of 35. But still, you are not married. So Saul was under pressure. He prayed. He believed God for a dream. But there was no dream. Because God can guide you through a dream. Job 33 verse 14, it says, God speaketh once, yea, twice, in a dream, in a vision of the night. Job 33 verse 14. So, he prayed, but there was no dream. The Bible also says, God did not also answer by Urim. Now, the Urim and the Tamim were two stones that were on the breast of the high priest. And they mean perfection and light. And these two stones were used to tell the will of God as to what has to be done. I believe that for the modern day Christian, these two stones is your conviction. It is right there in your heart. 
So first John 2 27 it says, The anointing which you have received of him abideth in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth and is no lie, even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. I believe this is talking about conviction. God guides a man through conviction. I have noticed something about myself personally. I have only run into problems when I have not followed my conviction. But every time I follow my conviction, I realize that everything becomes alright. May God speak to you through your convictions. But conviction must be based on perfection and light. The light of the scriptures and holiness must govern conviction. You can't be convicted about any foolish thing. So he says, God didn't speak by Urim, neither by Tamim, neither did he speak by prophets. Maybe he went for a turning point meeting. But no prophetic word came showing him exactly what he should do. Verse 7. Then says Saul to his servants, Seek me a woman that has a familiar spirit that I may go to her and inquire of her. And the servant said unto him, Behold, there is a woman that has a familiar spirit at Endor. When the pressure began to mount, Saul said, no, I must do something about this. Sometimes you are believing God for a baby and the pressure is mounting. People see you, they ask you, please hurry up and give birth. As if you are the one who is not trying to give birth or you manufacture babies. Pressure. Sometimes you are not married. Your auntie meets you. Oh, of course. As if you can propose to yourself and marry yourself. Who's going to say pressure? One thing about pressure is that pressure makes you vulnerable. When people see that you are under pressure, they take advantage of you. Even when you are buying something, they see you under pressure, they raise the prices. That is why even when you are under pressure, you must remain cool. Push your neighbor, say be cool. When you love a man and the man sees that you are under pressure to marry, you are cooking rice, fried rice, a bunubunu soup, you are taking it everyone, that thing, it makes the guy misbehave. And pressure can open you up to bad advice. Wrong advice. In the inner cabinet of Saul was a woman who knew where to find a witch. In this turning point service, somebody can show you after the service where you can go to some shrine to find the baby. You're right here. Even if you want to smoke marijuana, there is somebody here who can sell you some this afternoon. In this service. Such people are just waiting for a moment of weakness, and then they will pounce. 
So this little girl said to Saul, he said, I know a woman. Oh yeah, dear pa. Verse 8. So Saul disguised himself and put on other raiment. And he went and two men with him and they came to the woman by night. Secret movement. Anybody who tells you we are in a relationship, don't tell anybody. It's a bad person. Secret movement. Anybody wants to marry you, say, oh, don't tell the pastor. Don't let's do counseling. Let's do it quietly in the house. Watch that person. Secret movement. And he said, in verse 8, divine unto me by familiar spirit. This is a specific request. And bring me him up whom I shall name unto thee. He said, listen, let a familiar spirit come and talk to me. The request was specific. Verse 13, look at what happened. And the king said unto the woman, be not afraid, what sowest thou? And she said, I see gods ascending out of the earth. And he said, of what form is he of? And she said, an old man cometh up, and he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived that it was Samuel, and he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. The Bible says that they saw a man coming up. And they saw Samuel. Samuel was Saul's pastor who had died some time back. They saw him and he came. And this Samuel came to give some instructions. Familiar spirits. One of the things that happens to all of us is we all dream. Who has dreamt before? We all dream. We all dream. Now, when you dream, dreams are the language of the spirit. God can speak to you through a dream. The devil also can speak to you through a dream. That's why Job 33 verse 14 says, God speaketh once. Yea, Twice, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumberings upon their bed, then he openeth their ears and sealeth their instructions. The devil also speaks through dreams and visions. In the temptation of Jesus, the Bible says in Luke 4, 5, and the devil taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. It means the devil gives dreams and visions. Why? You cannot stand in one place and see the whole world. But from where he was standing, he saw Afghanistan. He saw Kotobabi. He saw New York. He saw Mexico. He saw the whole world. How? The devil gave him a vision. And mind you, he was fasting. So even when you are fasting, 
What fasting does is that it makes you spiritually sensitive. It's like you have a radio set. You can't catch any station. Because when Jesus was fasting, the first person to appear was the devil. Look for one. Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned for the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted of the devil. First person to appear. So, the devil also manifests himself through dreams. I remember once they brought a woman to me who couldn't walk. This woman who couldn't walk, she had a dream. In the dream, somebody came to her room with a cutlass and started cutting her leg off. Pa, pa, pa. Cut the right leg off. Put the, the leg on, on, on her shoulder, on his shoulder. Walked to the door, turned around and said to the woman, where is the armor of God? When the woman woke up, she had become a cripple. She couldn't walk again. While men slept, the enemy came. Matthew 13, 24. How did he come? He can come through your dreams. So they carried this woman to my office. I said, why can't she walk? How did she become a cripple? They said to me, that's what happened. Then I said, whatever devil took this leg, we'll bring it back. Whatever devil has taken anybody part of yours, we commanded to bring it back. We commanded to bring it back. In the name of Jesus. So I prayed for this woman. The woman started screaming. She was sitting down. Then she fell down and started rolling. Then I said to her, rise up in the name of Jesus. And she stood up and started running. In my office. Put your hands together for Jesus. But when we dream, sometimes we see people. The people that we see, you see, you can dream and see your boss. You can dream and see your friend. You can dream and see your classmate. The question is, if you dream and you see somebody, who have you seen? So today, my subtitle under revealed is identity. Tell somebody identity. Shake somebody say identity. The word identity it means knowing who or what something is. Knowing who someone is. So if you dream and you see somebody, the question is, who have you seen? I'll give you three possibilities and we'll close. Possibility number one, you have seen the person himself. Flesh and bones. The person himself. One day there was a woman in Kolebo, very sick. She had a heart disease, died. I received a letter from her. In the letter she said to me, I had a dream. In the dream, Jesus appeared to me by my bedside and said to me, there is a man of God called 
Kakra Baden. He's a pastor of a church called Lighthouse Chapel International. Send for him. If he comes and prays for you, you won't die. I will heal you. In the dream. So I received this letter. And I read the letter. And when I read it, I felt convicted in my heart that I should go. So I went. She was in intensive care. When I got there into the world, my problem was I never seen her before. I don't know the person. So the question is, who am I looking for? So I, I, when I entered the world, someone called me. He said, Pastor. Then I realized that was a woman. So I went. Then he said, I am the one who wrote the letter to you. So I said to her, how did you recognize me? She said to me, Jesus showed me your photo. So when you entered, I knew it was you. May Jesus carry your photo in his pocket. May he carry your photo in his suitcase. In the name of Jesus. I said, wow. He was carrying my photo. He said, yes. I said to the woman, tell me that part again. I want to hear it. He was carrying my photo. He said, yes. Because some of us, people are carrying our photos, but it's the wrong people. Sometimes when I'm in church, people bring photos. They say, pastor, this man is owing me. Pray that he pays. Photos of death. May somebody not carry such a photo around you. Sometimes people bring photos. They tell me, this man, he has stolen my things. Can you pray so that I find it? Wrong photos. May Jesus carry your photo. Also, photographer has taken your picture by force. He has pasted it in the studio. Say, come and pay. And you are running away. That's why the wrong photo. So, the woman said, he showed me your picture. So, the person the woman saw in the dream was me myself. God told Saul, told Ananias, when Saul became blind, he said in Acts 9.15, Behold, he prayed, and he has seen in a vision a man called Ananias, coming into him, putting his hands on, on him, and healing him. So, Saul was blind, but he saw a photo of Ananias. And God said, when that man comes, he will heal you. So I laid my hands on the woman and I said, if it is Jesus who said this, already you are here. I laid hands and I prayed. I said, Lord, I thank you. Please heal this woman according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. I prayed. It was a Friday. So I told the woman, Monday, let them do all the scans, whatever they want to do, checks, and let me know. 
So Monday, she sent me a message. She said to me, Pastor, they wheeled me to go and do all the test diagnosis. She said, every disease has vanished from my body. Why don't you give the Lord some praise? You are believing God for your own healing. Why don't you give him a shout of praise? saw was me. Possibility number two. You may be seeing the spirit of the person. The spirit of the person. The spirit of a man looks exactly like the man. Luke 16, 19 says, there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was daily laid at his gate, full of sores. 21 says, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. And this is where I have a problem with Lazarus. The Bible says he desired crumbs. That was all his desire. And God said, according to Mark eleven twenty four, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe, you shall receive. Lazarus, you desire crumbs, so receive crumbs. Because the scripture cannot be broken. The poverty of Lazarus was his own fault. She says, when say, never desire cramps. May you carry a heavy anointing. May you carry a heavy grace. May you be loaded financially. There's already no more cramps. Desire. So the story is not the story of Lazarus and the rich man. It's the Lazarus and the two rich men. Abraham was rich. He believed God for big things. Lazarus was also a Christian, but he did believe God for crumbs. It came to pass that the beggar died. The rich man also died and was buried. 23 says, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. I mean, his funeral had been held. The Bible says he was buried. People sold cloth, everything they came for his funeral. They gave takeaway packs. Everybody finished eating. His body was buried. So the question is, who did the rich man see? It couldn't have been his body, because the guy is buried. He saw his spirit. One day the Holy Spirit said to me, do you know how I look like? I said, how do you look like? He said, I look just like Jesus. Because the spirit of a man looks exactly like the man. The spirit of Christ. So you could be looking at the spirit 
of the person. Sometimes my Chinese friends, they write to me by email. They tell me, oh, prophet, we had a dream. We saw you. You were praying for us. You were doing this or you were preaching or you were doing this. Meanwhile, I'm in my house in Sakumono asleep. So who did they see? They saw my spirit. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5, 5, when you are gathered together and my spirit, it means that the spirit of a man of God can be present somewhere. Meanwhile, the man himself is not there. Once there was a woman who couldn't give birth. She was 46 years old. She had never menstruated before. 46 years old. She said to me, once a month, she will have a dream and a certain spirit will come and sleep with her. Once a month. And she said to me, after I prayed for her, that night, she saw the man come into the room and suddenly she also saw me walk into her bedroom. And I said to the man or that spirit, I said, don't touch this woman. Leave. She said to me, the following week, she became pregnant. Sorry, the following month, she became pregnant. After that encounter. Who did she see? My spirit. God asked for me, I'm sure I was drinking Alvaro somewhere. But my spirit. So, that is the second possibility. Possibility number three. You could be looking at a familiar spirit. This is where familiar spirit starts. You could be looking at a familiar spirit. You dream you have seen your sister. Who have you seen? It could be your sister. It could be the spirit of your sister. It could be a familiar spirit. Why am I saying that? One of the jobs of familiar spirits is that they impersonate other people. Which means to take on the identity of somebody else. For example, I have a Facebook page. But apart from my Facebook page, there are other several Kakrabedians on Facebook. They are not me. It's people who have taken on my identity. With my picture. Everything that I, I post, they post. And they write to people and they say, we have seen something about you. Come and pay some money. Who has seen something like that before? Yes, I see some hands. They say, oh, come and pay some money. But it's not me. Sometimes it's often it. It's people who are impersonating me. They have taken on my identity. The only way you can know that it is my page is that my page has over 300,000 likes. That's the only way that you will know. Because everything I paste, they paste. That's the only key. So, they take on the identity of people. So, the Bible says, Saul went to the witch, and he said, in 1 Samuel 28 verse 8, Divine unto me by familiar spirit, Bring me him up, whom I shall name unto thee. 
So the request was, was for a familiar spirit. A familiar spirit can manifest as a dead person. Now look at what happened. In First Samuel 28 verse 13, Saul said unto the woman, Be not afraid, whatsoever thou. The woman said, I see gods. When the familiar spirits started coming out, they started as gods, a lot of spirits. Gods, plenty spirits. So they were not just one spirit. He said, I see gods. Plenty spirits. By the time they hit the earth's surface, they combined and formed the image of a dead man called Samuel that Paul knew. So they appeared as somebody who had died some time back, but Saul knew the person, Saul's spiritual father, somewhere. That's how they appeared. So when Saul saw this dead person that he knew, he assumed that, ah, that's my father. He's talking. But it wasn't Samuel. It was a familiar spirit. In First Chronicles chapter 10, verse 13, God himself explained why Saul died. He said, So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord. Even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not. And also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit. And inquired not of the Lord. And inquired not of the Lord. And inquired not of the Lord. Therefore, he slew him and turned the kingdom to, again to David, the son of Jesse. The Bible says, everything that he saw, God said, it wasn't him. He said, everything that he saw, all the answers, all the dialogue, he said, he didn't ask me. I don't know who he was asking, but it wasn't me. It was a familiar spirit. They can take on the image of dead people. Nowadays in the church of God, there are people who claim they can call your dead sister to talk to you. There are people who go for prayer meetings and they say your dead mother is going to manifest and speak. Three weeks ago, a brother wrote to me and said he went for a prayer meeting. And then his dead mother started manifesting and talking. And the dead mother said he was supposed to marry some girl and pointed to the girl. He said, Pastor, I don't like the girl at all, but I'm afraid. And I said, you are not dealing with your mother. You are dealing with an evil spirit. It's a good place to put your hands together for Jesus. You are dealing with an evil spirit.
When you dream and you see a dead person, look, he has several possibilities. You could actually be talking to a familiar spirit who has come as your sister who died. That's how this familiar spirit manifested. It is not normal for the dead to be communicating with the living. It's not normal. In the New Testament, I have found one instance where the dead was communicating with the living. Apart from Jesus who appears. Even Jesus, he, he, he resurrected. In Matthew chapter 17 verse 1, on the Mount of Transfiguration, the Bible says, After six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them. Verse 3 says, Behold, there appeared to him two men, Moses and Elijah. These people, they were dead people. And they were talking to Jesus. I've seen only one occurrence like that. And they were not talking to any other person but Jesus. It's like walking on the sea. It can happen. But it's very rare. Very rare. But here we have in the church of God, a lot of dead people are giving the living advice. Some of you, you have a dream and your dead mother is breastfeeding you and you are sucking. <laughs> Listen. The question is, who have you actually seen? You have a dream and your uncle who died five years ago, you and him, you are preparing pepper soup and you are drinking it with goat meat. It's not normal. When Lazarus died, the rich man said to Abraham, send Lazarus. Let him dip the tip of his finger. Let him send a message to my brothers for me. Abraham said, son, Luke 16, 25, remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good things. Likewise, Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. 26. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. So that they that will pass from hence to thence cannot. Neither can they pass to us that will come from thence. He said, the living, the dead, cannot send a message to the living. He said, it's not possible. We can't. One day I had a friend, he was very, he's a pastor. By the time I woke up in the morning, he has called me about 50 times. Then I said, ah, why is he calling me? So, he came. So I called him back. So early in the morning, he came to my house. So I told him, what's the problem? 
He said, prophet, pray for me. I said, why? He said, I had a vivid dream this dawn. I said, what was the dream? He said, in the dream, my classmate who is dead came to my house. And he said to me, I've been sent to call you. So he said, I asked him, where? And he said, the cemetery. Then he asked him, when? He said, now. (laughs) That was when he started running to my house. So he said, they are calling me. I said, where? He said, the cemetery. You see, when familiar spirit takes on the identity of somebody who is dead that you know, because you think it's the person, you open yourself up for the administration. They win your confidence. When they had a carpenter, it was called Usu. This my carpenter, he never reduces his charges. And he had high charges. And he died. When he died, one night I had the dream. He came to my house. He said, prophet, I've come to work for you. I said, okay. So I showed him some work around the house. Then I asked him, so how much will you charge? He said, it is free. As soon as he said, I said, hey, who are you? The Owusu I know. No discount, high charges. I said, who are you? I said, you cannot be Owusu because the Owusu I know, he doesn't reduce prices. Immediately I said that, he turned around and ran away. If familiar spirit was trying to enter my dreams whilst men slept, the enemy came. In First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, the Bible talks about the resurrection. The resurrection. It says, The Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. And then the dead in Christ shall rise first. It says there is a time when the dead shall rise and we shall meet them. But it is only when Jesus descends, shouts, and the angel blows the trumpet that the dead will arise. So I have not heard this trumpet. I don't know whether you have heard it. So if this trumpet hasn't blown and Jesus hasn't shouted, who are these dead people who are walking around? Ask your neighbor, who are they? Who is calling these people? It is not time for the dead to be coming and walking around. Why are they walking around? They are familiar spirits. That is why Saul believed that it was somewhere. Because it was actually somewhere. But it wasn't somewhere. It was a familiar spirit. It is not normal 
somebody who dies from years ago, you are getting married. Pam pam pana, pam pam pana, pam pam pana, pam pana, pam pana. It's not normal. Because of this, because of this, you see, familiar spirits have ministered to a lot of people. Because they come as people you know who are dead. Speaking words, feeding you, talking to you, giving advice, ministering. Sometimes you go to church, people say your dead sister is coming to talk, your dead mother is going to talk, your dead brother knows where the gold is, there's some gold hidden somewhere, your sister who is dead is coming to reveal where the gold is. All these things, they are what? Familiar spirits. Put your hands together for Jesus. That's what they are. people we know and trust we believe they are the people but they are not these type of things they are common in the church of God the church of God has been overrun by familiar spirits number two we are closing they can take on the image of people who are alive. You know, because they can take on the image of human beings, whether they are dead or they are alive, it doesn't really matter. They can do both. Because they can appear as human beings. When I used to live in Kumasi, in one of our branches, there was a girl there and the brother they were both in the same church. The brother had a dream and saw the sister. That the sister was the cause of all his problems in life. And this boy wanted to go abroad and it didn't work. Very frustrated. Be careful when you're around frustrated people. They will point out somebody by all means. They need a scapegoat. So they will find somebody. And in the dream, she saw the sister as the one who was stopping him from progressing. He said, hey, sister, Sana Wote. Srunipa. Not just do you know what this guy did? This is not some church. I said in one of our churches. He took a cutlass. And went to cut the sister's hands off. Two hands. Papa. He said, you are the one who is, who is the cause of my downfall. The sister has no hands. That's why I ask you a question. That if you see somebody, who have you seen? That thing that he saw is not his sister. 
The Holy Spirit will not lead somebody to go and cut another person's hands. What he didn't know is that a familiar spirit can take on the image of somebody that you know is alive. He cut off his hands. Her hands. She has no hands. Because of that. This familiar spirit appeared as a human being. There there is a lot of confusion in homes, in churches, in families, because of this one single thing. Because people assume that once you have the dream and you see the person, it's the person. That's why I said my sermon is titled Identity. (laughs) Knowing who someone is. This familiar spirit. A woman told me, since I gave birth, I've treated them. My mother has never seen them before. I said, why? She said, I had a dream. In the dream, my mother was attacking and eating one of them. So I said, this woman, she will never see my children. So I asked her, has your mother been a good mother? She said, yes. A kind mother, she said yes. A responsible mother, she said yes. I said, if your mother wanted to eat a baby, you would have been the first one she would eat. You. I said, Matthew seven sixteen says, by their fruit, you shall know them. Matthew seven twenty says, by their fruit, you shall know them. Then I said, the person you saw is not your mother. Because the fruit that you have described to me is not the fruit of an evil person. All these years. I said, the person you saw is a familiar spirit. People don't talk to their mothers because of this. Oh, you want to clap? Clap well. People don't talk to their friends because of this. Because your friend in the office, you had the dream that your friend was removing your hair. It's a hair, Sarah. Nipa, you're bad. Suro Nipa. Look, I know a lot of families that have been split. I know churches where there have been split and confusion because somebody saw a man of God come and say something. That man of God that you saw, maybe it is not the man of God. You could be looking at a familiar spirit. Can take on the image of other people. So in the church of God, they are running around. There has been divorce. Families are broken up. People are fighting. People are quarreling. But in the spirit film, you need a lot of discernment. Otherwise, you will be deceived. It's a very dangerous world. Even the angels could not detect the devil when he turned into a proper angel. Only God could spot him. 
How much more you? Familiar spirits. So there's been a lot of confusion, chaos in relationships because people have been seeing things. But the problem is, who have you really seen? That's the question. Sometimes you can have a dream somebody is sleeping with you. Look, sometimes it's not a person. That thing that the person you are seeing is not a person. It is a familiar spirit that you are seeing. Who has come as the person? A brother wrote to me. She said to me, there's a girl I like. Every time I dream, I'm sleeping with her. And I enjoy it so much that if she doesn't come in the night, I'm even praying that she will come. Do you think that the Holy Spirit will support such activity? The guy is dealing with the familiar spirit. If you are not aware of it, your friend can easily become your enemy. A good person can easily become a bad person. Against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. So people are dreaming, people are sleeping with them, people are doing this, people are feeding them, people listen. Familiar spirit play a very large role in all these activities. That's why the Bible, the book is called Revealed and Masking Familiar Spirits. I close with the last one. They can take on the image of heavenly beings. They can even come as angels. Heavenly beings. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11.3, But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled or deceived Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. One way that the devil deceived Eve was to turn himself into a serpent. Because he's, he's an angel, he's not a serpent. But he knew that God had created all these animals to be Adam's friends. So he changed into one of the animals. And he came, he started talking. Familiar spirits. One day, I close with a story. I was praying at home. Then I saw the heavens open. And I saw Jesus coming with so many angels. The angels were singing, Hail the Lord, Hail the Lord, Hail the Lord. Then the angels formed two rows. One row here, one row there. And I saw Jesus walking in the center, walking towards me. And there was a lot of power. So I, I, I knelt down to receive prayer because the power was so strong. So I fell down on my knees. Then he got close to me 
He was wearing white robes. But they were not shining. The white was like ordinary material. White. Then I said, hmm. What Jesus is this? I said, hmm. I said, the Jesus that I know, he shines. Because I remember the first time I saw him, I asked him, why do you shine? He said, the light you see is the color of holiness. He said, it's the holiness that emits that light. So, I said, no. This can be Jesus. You heard about the Chinese Jesus? There's a Chinese from that Jesus, Jesus is a Chinese man. They were crucifying him on the cross. And now they were crucifying him on the cross. People were laughing. And the Chinese Jesus warned them that if you don't stop laughing, I will get down and beat all of you. But they kept on laughing. Then the Chinese Jesus said, and he jumped and started beating them. <laughs> so I said, from the tree, he jumped from the cross. He said, no, I can't take such nonsense. He got down. <laughs> so I said, oh, what Jesus is this? Then I lifted up my head. Hey! I saw two green eyes. The eyes were all green. Nobody told me, but I knew that I was looking at the devil. Eyeball to eyeball. His hand was just about three inches away from my head. Almost deceived me. Then I shouted, Jesus! Then it was like somebody threw something like a bomb. And I heard a sound. Bam! And there was a loud explosion. And after the explosion, the devil, his angels, all of them had disappeared. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? So 1 Corinthians 11 verse 13 says, If he that cometh preacheth another, Jesus. So even Jesus, there are types. Another, Jesus. So there are people who can come and look just like Jesus, but they are not. So as I close, very important. Very, 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 very important. Familiar spirits. They come from underground. This is very key. There are spirits that come from the air. There are spirits that come from the sea. There are spirits that come from underground. Knowing where they come from is important. Because if you don't know where your enemy is, how can you defeat him? 
So you can be praying the night. I cover my roof with the blood of Jesus. I cover the walls with the blood of Jesus. I cover my doors with the blood of Jesus. But see, but they are coming from underground. They are not coming from the roof, nor from the door, nor from whatever you are covering your things with. So you have missed it. In Isaiah chapter 29, there's a prophecy about a city called Ariel. God says, verse 1, it says, Woe to Ariel, Ariel, the city that David built. Then there's a curse. It says, in verse 4, Thou shalt be brought down, and thou shalt speak out of the ground, and your speech shall whisper out of the valve, out of the ground, and your voice shall be low as one that has a familiar spirit. Out of the ground. That's where they come from. That is why the angels went to show me that place and they told me this is where they come from. It was after that encounter that I understood the scriptures. They come from underground. Your voice shall be as one that has a familiar spirit out of the ground. And when Saul asked, I want to see them, the ground opened and they started coming out. He said, what do you see? First Samuel 28 verse 13, he said, I see the gods, the familiar spirits that you asked for. They are coming out of the ground. For those of you that when you sleep, every time somebody comes to squeeze you like an orange, no other person is not married to you. This key is important. There are doors underground. And I saw the angel of the bottomless pit having a key in his hand and he opened the door. In the realm of the spirit, there are doors underground. So as I close, you want to pray for a few minutes. Your prayer is that every spirit that has harassed you is harassing you. Every demonic pit, you want to close it with the name. You want to close it with the blood. I said you want to close it with the name. Jesus said to Peter, I will give you a key. When you shut no man can open. When you open, no man can shut. That key is the name of Jesus. Lift up your two hands, begin to pray. Pray for yourself. Some of us already, they have ministered to us. But you want to destroy everything that they have done. You want to curse everything that they have done. Every familiar spirit that has ministered to you. Now that you know. Destroy whatever thing that was ministered to you. Cast it in the name of Jesus. Destroy every evil plant in the name of Jesus. 
Listen to me. You know, in the realm of the spirit, words are seeds. In Luke 8, 11, Jesus said, the seed is the word. For verse 18, verse 20, he says, a man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. In other words, words are seeds. 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. In dreams, assuming, let's say, a dead person comes to tell you that you are going to have problems with childbirth, a spirit has just sowed a seed into your life. Whilst men slept, the enemy came and sowed tears. Matthew 13, 24. It's the words and the pictures that are the tears. But God said to Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 1, 10, Behold, I have this day set you over nations and over kingdom. To do what? To root out. To pull down. To destroy. To throw down. 
to build and to plant. Listen. There are four destructive activities and two constructive ones. Which means that's why there are more weeds than flowers. Because the amount of weeds that have to be removed is a lot. Jeremiah said, and the Lord put forth his hand, in verse 9 he said, and touched my mouth. You see, as I was talking, somebody comes to sleep with you, somebody comes to talk to you, all these are seeds that are being ministered. But they can be removed. Time travel, time travel is only possible in the spirit realm. It's only in the spirit realm that you can travel back into history. Or you can travel into the future. Or you can be here. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Time travel. So as we are praying, maybe God will bring certain things into your, into your mind. About things that happen. You must do what? Root them out. Some of them have grown tall. So the Bible says do what? Pull them down. They're already grown. The ones you have to root out, they are the ones that are now buried. But the ones that have grown big, they still can be pulled down. In Isaiah chapter 55 verse 17, the Bible says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. The question is, what is the weapon? Every tongue is words. The tongue, words. They can be fashioned by human beings. They can be fashioned by spirits. You can have a dream and in the dream somebody will tell you, you, it will never be well with you. One day I had a dream, Bishop Phoebe. Somebody came with a report of so many sicknesses and said to me, all these sicknesses, you have it. In the dream. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I do not accept even one on your list. So it says, every tongue, and it could be the tongue of a spirit or a familiar spirit, that shall rise up against you. He didn't say, oh, so for Mr. He said, no, you condemn it. You do what? Condemn it. You do what? Condemn it. You had a dream you are going to get married and your husband has run away, you can't find him. Condemn it. Lift up your two hands, begin to pray. There is power in your mouth. Riba ya la basa ta ka ba 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 ka
was a prophet and God sent him to the nation of Israel and he said anything that has been planted in this nation remove it he said to the prophet remove it and after you have removed plant good seed lift up your two hands and let's pray father in Jesus name I pray for every hand that is raised up this afternoon Every demonic voice that has whispered to them in dream. Demonic seed of problems, sickness, frustration, sin, poverty, curses, divorce, troubles, unemployment, confusion, madness, marital problems. Every kind of demonic sea I uproot it from the spirit realm now. I uproot it in the name of Jesus. I cast it in the name of Jesus. I destroy it in the name of Jesus. I destroy it in the name of Jesus. I destroy it with the blood of Jesus. I root it out in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against you. Every town that has been raised 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 2 months ago, 1 week ago, before you were even born, every demonic word, I cast it to wither to the roof, wither to the roof, wither to the roof, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I cast every demonic word. Every wicked dream concerning you, your children, your husband, your life, your work, your ministry, your service to God, your health. Your family, every demonic dream, I destroy it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Oh Lord, you said. I have set you over nations and over kingdoms. You told a small boy, Jeremiah, that you can change the destiny of a nation just by what you say. Today, by the unction of the Spirit, I change your destiny. 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 I speak life. I speak health. I speak prosperity. I speak blessing. I speak favor. I speak anointing. I speak wisdom. I speak grace. I speak promotion. I speak holiness. In the name of Jesus. 
some angels have entered this room. I see birds flying like doves. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is moving amongst the congregation. Lift up your two hands and receive his ministration. Ashes. Anybody that the Holy Spirit is touching, bring that person to me right now. Receive. 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 Curses are breaking. Blessings are coming down. Hey! Receive. Hey! Receive. Hey! Receive blessings. Asalema. Come out. Come out. I said, come out. Come out. Loose. Loose. Let it go. Hey, Lou. I break everything. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name there is power in the name of Jesus. Bring everything, bring everything, bring everything, For who the sun shall set free? It's free indeed. Who the sun shall set free? It's free indeed. Who the sun shall set free? It's free indeed. Who the sun shall set free? It's free indeed. Who the sun shall set free? Come on, Lucy. Come on, Lucy. Lucy, let it go. Lucy, let it go. Lose another go. I break every chain. I remove every negative word. Come on, Lou. Come on, Lou. Come on, Lou. Lose another go. Come on, lose another go. Come on, lose another go. Master Takabaya Lava Saka. Rabba Yasha Takabaya Lava Lava. From every covenant, every contract of the earth. Come on, Lord. Listen. 
angels I asked the Lord what are they going to do he said they are here to minister are they not all ministering spirits I asked God what are they coming to do he said the thing that has been planted by familiar spirits they are here to remove Lift up your two hands. From this point onwards, I'm going to just be a spectator. Angels are taking over. They have started. They have started. They have started. They have started. They are laying hands. They are ministering. I didn't come alone, I came with angels. They are ministers. All over this place. They are ministers. I see them removing things. When the tests were planted, Jesus said, the angels who are the reapers, they will remove everything that has been planted. Remove! 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 Oh Jesus. Those standing in front, watch out. There is a very big angel standing in front here. I see him moving up and down. He's sprinkling something like water on your head. And when he sprinkles the water, a beautiful flower grows on top of you. And God is saying, he's changing lives. Changing lives. Receive. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Receive. 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 Oh, Jesus. It is time to plant. In the realm of the spirit... I see seeds 
the spirit of the Lord is saying to me, it is time to plant. He said, you have removed the weeds. You have cleared the field. It is time to plant. From this time onwards, as a prophet, only blessings are coming on you. Lift up your two hands. Receive healing in Jesus' name. Receive breakthrough in Jesus' name. Receive favor in Jesus' name. Receive mercy in Jesus' name. Receive peace in Jesus' name. Receive prosperity in Jesus' name. Receive anointing in Jesus' name. Receive wisdom in Jesus' name. Receive the gifts of the Spirit. Receive understanding. Receive discernment. Receive courage. Receive boldness. Receive marriage. Receive blessings. Receive peace. Receive goodness. Receive favor. Receive the wisdom of God. Receive the blessing of God. Receive a happy family. Receive deliverance. In the name of Jesus. Receive. 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 Receive a good marriage. Receive a good husband. Receive a ministry. Receive grace. Receive joy. Receive deliverance. Receive. 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 Receive good seed. In the name of Jesus. Anointing is flowing. People are receiving. I see a wedding ring. Some people are receiving a good man. Somebody has just received the fear of God. The fear of God. I see about a hundred people receiving the fear of God.
Somebody here, you have been seeing that bear in your dream. Even just yesterday, you saw it. Rise up and come to me. It's a big bear. Even just yesterday, you saw it. All of you saw that bear. All of you saw that bed I'm talking about yesterday. Ah, you see, you can't even look at my face. Thank you, Jesus. Just leave it. Life. Your life is extended. Your life is extended. That's it. Stand up. Have you lost any of your siblings? You have lost one of your siblings. The Lord said to me, you have lost one of your siblings. But that bed that I saw was the evil spirit that came for that your sibling. But say for you, because of this meeting, you have life. Life! This is the one I'm looking for. All of you, it's good you are here. At the, on the mountain. Peter said, it's good we are also here. It's good we are also here. The Lord is healing somebody of a very severe stomach problem. Are you the one? Look at me. 
Are you the one? Do you have a stomach problem? Do you have a stomach problem? You have a stomach problem. As soon as I looked at you, the Lord said to me, I'm healing this one of a severe stomach problem. Father, I thank you for your healing hand. Let it be manifested. There is somebody here you have been hearing voices. You are the one. Come. Come aside. From today, you will not hear those voices again. From today. The Lord said to me, those voices become as bad decisions. They make you take decisions that are not good. He said, because of that, you have taken decisions that have not helped you in life. But God says, I should tell you, if only you will listen to him. All that you have lost, you have lost things. All that you have lost, you can recover it. That which the Pamawem has eaten, the locust has eaten, the cankerworm has eaten, the caterpillar has eaten. He said, I shall restore. Have you lost a marriage before? Have you lost a marriage before? You have. He said to me, You have lost a marriage. And I want to tell you, even though you have lost a marriage, he said, I should tell you, he's your husband. Listen, I let it go. Come on, listen, I let it go. Listen, I let it go. I see somebody with a pen. It looks like an exam. I don't know who's I'm 
any problem with your truth or breathing or anything like that? You have what? Ah, it's a hard problem. Because I saw somebody's chest area. That's why I said, you have any problem with your breathing or something like that? No, no, it's a hard problem. Hey, what? It's a spirit of infirmity. Lucifer, 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 Lucifer. From that today, that spirit leaves your heart. Leave this heart. Leave this heart. Leave it. I said, go. I said, leave her. I said, leave it. I said, leave it. I said, leave it. You are healed in Jesus' name. Adentina Ususa. Are you married? Are you married? When I looked at your face, I saw the words delayed marriage. Delayed. A hand came and wrote, delayed. The devil can delay things. It's good we came for turning point. For with God, a thousand years is like one day. Lift up your two hands. In Isaiah 46, verse 11, he says, I call the man that executes my counsel from a far country. Father, I pray for this one. She thought she won't marry, but by this prophetic word, I call her husband wherever she is. From far, from near, come! going beyond our time. You are believing God for healing. I told you 
the Holy Ghost is here. That same Jesus who used to work in Nazareth is here. You are believing God for healing. Let's all stand. Let's lift up your two hands and pray to Him for healing all over this place. He just healed somebody of a heart problem. He just showed the exact problem and healed somebody. He's here with you. Just ask him. Wherever you are, he will touch you. Spirits of infirmity are living. Spirits of infirmity are living. I can hear them crying already. They started crying in the realm of the spirit. Very soon it's going to manifest physically. Demons that cause sickness. Somebody, your son is sick. Because of you, God hears him now. Loose. Spirits of infirmity. Did you hear me? I said, loose. For he who hears you, hears me. I said, loose. Diabetes. High blood pressure. Pain. Spirit of cancer. Loose your hand of the people of God now. Loose your hand. Loose your hand. Loose your hand now. Every pain, every growth, I command growths to disappear, cancers to disappear, pain to disappear. May the healing hand of the Spirit touch you now. Be healed. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. Somebody whose leg was twisted, your leg has straightened right now. Turn your leg, it will turn. Somebody has just received a miracle. Somebody has received a miracle. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. If your leg was twisted and now it has become straight, walk to me right now. You came here, your leg was twisted. But now... Has become still. Walk to me right now. I'm waiting for you. Your leg was twisted. But as it was, we were praying. It has normalized. be interviewed them first. 
around this cameraman and you are Paul, lift your hand, let me see. Is there any Paul in that area? Yes, Paul. I saw somebody standing by the cameraman and I saw the word Paul. And God said to me, call Paul. I said, for what? It's there for anointing. It's there for anointing. Come and stand here, Paul. Lift your two hands. Father, by your instructions, I pray for oil. Let this man change that nobody can recognize him. Let Saul become poor. Yes, Pastor Pastor God is still healing. Oh, you are believing God for healing. All oh, this is just people that we know, but he's still in the healing business. Wherever you are. Yes, please tell me what happened to this woman. Prophet, she said she was walking by the side of the road, and um, a car was coming towards her, and because of that, she fell into a, a gutter three years ago, and she's been having pain in this leg. She's been to hospitals, she's been to the lighthouse hospital, she tells me. She said, as soon as you said that thing, that pain in that leg is gone. She can't feel it anymore. Wow. It's gone. Three years ago. Yeah. Father, we give you the glory. We give you the praise. What about the next person? Prophet, she also said she hit her um, little toe on a, a chair in the, in the house and it got swollen. And she said, as you were ministering and you said that, the pain is gone and it was swollen, but it's returned. Put your hands together for Jesus. You may be seated for this afternoon. Why don't you give the Lord a clap offering? I said a clap offering. A shout offering. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. 
For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.